0: Hi, friend. My name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. Some years ago, I think I must have been reading Heidi Baker, maybe some of her books, or maybe I was reading about her, and there were certain miracles or signs and wonders that came to pass that I really struggled with. You know, when you read the pages of the scripture, There are beautiful miracles of healing that the Lord does, or, you know, oh, here's all these people, they're just hungry, let's make sure that they have food. A miracle like turning the water into wine maybe feels a little bit more frivolous. I mean, they were already so tipsy, they actually couldn't tell the difference between the best wine and not the best wine. But, you know, we can look at that through the New Testament lens and the scholar lens and say, oh, there is really deep symbolic meaning around that. And I think that that's all true, but there's also just the really practical reality that this party needed wine and Jesus made a lot of wine. (laughs) So I'm not going to say that none of the miracles seem at all frivolous in the New Testament, but they didn't seem nearly as frivolous as, let's say, hands that were coated with gold or Uh, feathers that seem to miraculously just come down from the air ducts or (laughs) anyway, things like that. And so I was reading about these very odd signs and wonders. One of them, people had been asking for wisdom and suddenly they realized that their wisdom teeth were gold plated. I mean, weird stuff, I'm telling you, not easy. And honestly, kind of offensive, that sense of like, Okay, really, Lord, like we recognize that you have a good sense of humor. Hello, platypus. Or we recognize that you have a playful side. We think about the zinging of ferns or just the beauty of flowers. I mean, there could have been any number, I'm sure, of ways to attract pollinators other than making something both smell and look delicious. But anyway, even though we recognize that God has this very playful side, there are certain signs and wonders that seem not as awesome or just like, why the heck would God do that? You know, kind of like of all of the problems in the universe, the one that you're choosing to solve that isn't even really a problem is to coat wisdom teeth with gold. Ugh. Anyway, so I'm not going to say that I have fully resolved some of these challenges. I mean, <laughs> it's, it still is messy to me and I still don't love it. But I thought it was very interesting. I was talking over this, I don't know, kind of past offense that at this point has become more like an uneasiness of saying God is God and I'm not, but of all of the things that he would choose to do, why the heck would he choose to do that one? And so she shared a little bit about her own story that at one point there was a kind of renewal coming through her church and she said... If there would be a picture of what was happening, I was sitting there with my arms folded and a frown on my face. Like, this is very odd. And at some point, she was talking about this with the Lord, and the question came up, something like, what, what is your heart posture towards the pastor? Do you trust the pastor, the, the one who's shepherding this congregation, this flock, and she realized, well, I've been under this pastor for however many years, and I actually do on some level know him and trust his heart. And if I were to go to him and say, I don't know if this is from the Holy Spirit, it kind of freaks me out, that he would probably say something like, yeah, I know, it's pretty weird, isn't it? Let's, let's keep pressing in for more wisdom and discernment. But she said, if I would go to him with a heart posture of saying, This is all a cult and you're just creating these signs and wonders, in quotes, air quotes. Uh, You're you're a charlatan. Well, you've now effectively shut down any form of communication and any ability to be curious. I mean, the only real option for the pastor at that point is to be like, no, no, this is legitimate. (laughs) And to argue a position that he maybe is not even confident enough yet to argue in himself. And so, from that point, Cindy said, (laughs) it was about a week later that she was running around the congregation, or around the sanctuary, waving a white flag and yelling surrender, (laughs) which does indeed crack me up. But I appreciate that we actually have to give all of ourselves to the Lord. I will also say, she said that at one point, her hands were covered in gold without really any understanding of how it came to be. She said, I could take a piece of tape and put it on my my hand and put that piece of tape on a piece of paper and it would look like there was glitter. And she said that was odd, but then it was also odd that it kind of gradually faded over a couple of days. You know, you're like, okay, which is the more bizarre, the showing up or the gradual fading? I'm just saying it's all weird. So... I don't necessarily have a strong point with this other than, oh, it's okay to be on journey and it's okay to acknowledge that there are things that we don't understand, that the Lord isn't mad about that. He's okay with it. So Lord, I do ask for your grace to pour out. I ask for us to have wisdom and discernment. We recognize that we want you as our real treasure, not Uh, whatever signs and wonders there might be. We also recognize, Lord, that we don't want to be offended by the true move of the Holy Spirit, but we also want to be prudent to, to actually be paying attention and not gullible, not foolish. Thank you, Jesus. We bless you. Amen.